Hello, you beautiful people. Tuesday has arrived. I hope that your Monday went well. And it was everything that you could have dreamed of. And you changed your perspective on Mondays being a rubbish day. And you actually had quite a good day. What have we got? Episode 45, eh? Coming out on the 27th. Can't believe that July is nearly over and we are nearly into August. It's absolutely mental, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. I had a bit of a scare. Um, a couple of days ago when I was at my mum's because it is my mum's birthday in August and <coughs> um, she was talking about her birthday and I was like oh my god come like I thought that I'd missed it normally I'm quite good with my mum's birthday as well and I completely thought that I'd missed it and but then I realized it, it wasn't August yet and uh, yeah I had missed it <laughs> But uh, I think we are all going for a meal. I think I'm going out for a meal out there and this weekend come in and then the following weekend come in. So that should be nice. But yes, here we are. Tuesday. I'm actually recording this. Sunday night. And it's 20 to 8. I've just got out of a freezing cold shower because I just came back from a run. I've had a little boy all week, uh, well, since Wednesday. Um, so I was able to run on Wednesday morning. But then I haven't been able to run since. So, well, I have been running, but I haven't been able to do my 5K because we were out playing tag. I mean, it's not really running. Because you're running away from a four-year-old, and then uh, and then we were playing football as well a few times, and we went on a few walks, but it's just not the same. It's not the same as running. I will need to get another sweat band or something like that because the sweat getting in my eyes is absolutely doing my nothing. I'm not too sure if I prefer going out running in the colder days when it's when it's uh like october excuse me sorry three minutes in and i'm already yawning this is gonna be good um yeah i'm not too sure if i if i prefer going out running in october kind of time when it is colder but then you warm back up again when you're running I'm very much one of these runners that, that need the, the running leggings and the jacket and, and all that kind of stuff because I, I hate being cold. God knows what is happening outside of my house. There's like a whole bunch of banging going on. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely one of these runners who prefer being hot and sweating buckets rather than being absolutely freezing cold and then having to raise your raise your your uh, your temperature while you are running there's definitely nothing worse than because i mean when i was running it was at work at my last at my ex job um we would well i mean I, I would go there first thing in the morning and then i would go for a run for half an hour use my dinner break of course and uh and yeah i would run the half an hour in the morning and then and then come back and, and then just start work after that and so i mean we were i say we because it was me and my mate uh who i spoke about on the podcast a load of times um but yeah me and him started it right at the start when when we were out in Fraserburgh working together and uh with the running track 
So really, if it wasn't for him, then I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be running. What was really funny, well, what is really funny is that he's completely stopped it. He has completely and utterly stopped the running and and all that kind of stuff. And and I just continued on doing it. Just continued on doing it because I knew how good it made me feel. I knew how good it it made me feel afterwards. Like when I'm running, I, I probably see now it's different. Now I don't mind doing the whole running bit and kind of like the whole getting up to the first K is probably the difficultest. And then after that, it it is plain sailing until I get to about the third K, and then it starts getting difficult. Then saying that tonight, uh, like my three best kilometers were my third my fourth and my fifth it's almost like my first one it's like i'm getting up to speed so i think my first one was like six minutes 50 and then my second one was like six minutes 27 and then it was like six minutes five six minutes and then five minutes 45 and i don't feel like i'm pushing it either which is the weird thing like when I first started back running like about a week ago then I, I thought that like when I was running it felt like I, I was going slow and then when my watch pinged I was running about the same kind of speed that I've been doing like the whole entire time like before my injury happened and, and I wasn't running for that week and a half and then I had the little boy and I wasn't able to run so uh but yeah before i stopped before my injury happened i was doing like about six minutes and a half six minutes 45 for like my first k and yeah when i started back up running again i got six minutes 45 but i thought i was going a hell of a lot slower but the worst thing about tonight's run as well is that I, i've been eating all day well not eating all day like uh i, I fasted Oh no, it's a lie. I had a pancake in the morning with a little boy when he had his pancake. So I ate a pancake, but then I didn't eat anything else until, God, when was that? Probably had the pancake around about nine, nine, half nine. And then I didn't eat anything else until we got home like four, half four. And then... And then I had some of the tortellini pasta with uh, with like fried onions and spring onions and had some chips because the junior had chips. So, so I had some chips, but he had pizza. So I, yeah, I did I had a slice of pizza as well. God's sake. But then I weighed myself. I weighed myself when I got back from uh, from running. And I'm still on thirteen stones, so I can't complain too much. Hopefully, I can cut down that weight in the next few days when I'm back running again, properly running. I'm also going to help my mate that I'm talking about who started running with me uh, at Fraserburgh. I'm going out to help him sort out his shed and he's gonna give me a he's gonna give me a, a um a weight bench with some weights so that's gonna be cool i'll start being able to build up some muscle and hopefully start to be able to losing this flabby belly actually to be quite honest i've noticed that i've lost some weight off my flabby belly recently with the amount of running that I've been doing again I seem to go through stages of kind of like going for like five runs in a week and then it'll go cut back down to like two to three runs a week and then and then it'll cut and then I'll go back to doing five runs a week I mean, this time last year, I think I was going out for like a run in the morning, a run at night time, and then I was playing badminton on some nights as well. So yeah, so I'm th that'll be good with the weights, because then I can go for a run. I can do it like a a a, a weight workout <clears throat> with the bar and the bells, and then 
and then I don't know, I might even start the Adidas app, the Adidas workout app again. My other mate was around when, when we went up and took little Junior up to the beach and he got him an ice cream. He was saying that he downloaded the Adidas app and he was doing that six weeks through a six pack training. I might start doing that again, but when I was doing it, I was out at my mum and my dad's, so they didn't have neighbours, and there's a lot of kind of like the mountain climbers where you're banging on the on the uh, on the floor, well my floor and downstairs roof. So I might even try and find a hip workout on uh, a hip workout on um, YouTube that I can do for flat workouts so there's there's no loads of banging around basically but the high intensive training workouts are really really good um i remember the first one that i done on the uh on the adidas app and phew, i thought i was physically gonna be sick physically gonna be sick a bit like today we're running on a full stomach I thought that I was going to be sick. There was a couple of times where I, kind of like I needed to burp and I was like, oh my God, am I going to bring stuff up? But I didn't. So it was all good. Um, but yeah, there was a few ropey moments where it was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm going to be sick. But yeah, I still powered through it. And then, yeah, I got home. I had my... Like, the shower's weird now, actually. Really weird. Because when I was first doing those cold showers, like, on that sand, it was absolute Baltic. You know, like, it was so cold, it was unbelievable. But now it feels, like, lukewarm to me. And then the next sand just feels like ice being thrown over you. It is... Oh, it just takes your breath away. So now what I've started doing is I've I've started kind of like having my shower in the lowest setting of the the hot bay where it feels like it's lukewarm to me now but used to be freezing when I first started and then after I've washed myself then I will flick it onto that the coldest setting and I'll try and stay in there for a good 3-4 minutes with it hitting my skin but oh my god but then afterwards, after I start the shower and stuff, I laugh. It's really weird. It makes me it makes me laugh. Which is really weird. Totally really, really weird. But uh, but yeah, it makes me feel absolutely amazing afterwards. The cold the, the cold shower like that freezing cold setting. After you stand there and, and just let it hit your skin, and it kind of takes your breath away. There's definitely something else. Definitely something else. I've also been talking to my friend that I met on TikTok, who does, who's too spiritual as well, and she does like Reiki and all that kind of stuff. Now she is away on a holiday just now. But I think she said that when she comes back, we will talk about doing the first the first podcast with a guest. Um, so I need to start writing out some questions of the, the type of stuff that I'm wanting her to talk about and, and that kind of stuff. So that will be very interesting um, what will happen there. Uh, we will just hit play. We'll just blab. If there's any mistakes, then... There's mistakes, but oh well, what is podcasting for, eh? So that will be very, very interesting. That will be good to see that, to see how that goes. And then hopefully we can start getting some more people onto the podcast as well. So exciting times coming ahead. I think I've got a few people who are, who are wanting to come onto the podcast anyway. So if we can get this one done, then then hopefully we can we can start getting some more people on start getting other people's opinion and and the stuff that they've been doing the stuff that makes them tick and it'll be interesting instead of you just listen to my opinion we'll get someone else's opinion in which will be funny um but i think it will also be very interesting I'm, i'm actually really looking forward to it to be quite honest um it's definitely going to be a new challenge. I've just started getting used to being able to talk on this for for an hour. 
or so so getting someone else on now is it, it's a, a whole brand new challenge isn't it you know I've got to think of stuff to keep on asking them to 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 get the podcast going to to be able to speak so it is going to be very very interesting to see what happens there um but yeah she's absolutely lovely um so hopefully it's going to be a really good episode when she does come on she'll she'll speak a lot about her spiritual awakening and and the stuff that she's doing i think she's doing a couple of uh she's got classes on at the go down where she's staying at the moment there, there's people coming in and doing like shadow work and all that kind of stuff with her so it would be absolutely amazing to to hear what she's got to say about the whole spiritual awakening and the stuff that she's doing with it and how long she's been doing it and yeah it'll be really really interesting um what she's got to talk about and then yeah hopefully hopefully we can get more people on and and start going forward start going forward with that anyway um even if we can get a couple of guests on like a, a couple of times a week and then the rest of the time I'll, I'll blab my face off for an hour but if we can start getting some people in and then i'll and then i can continue on doing what i do this this way then at least it's going to start being a bit interesting it's not just going to be me in my opinion all the time basically <laughs> um but yeah uh what else has been happening it was just down at the park with the little one today who's going down the slides we went into Duffy Park since uh, since Aberdeen got some decent weather today actually it was cracking weather on the Sunday um, but yeah absolutely amazing really really hot um, we were down at Duffy Park he was going on the slides and I don't understand the the kids though that run up slides I really don't like I'm forever telling Junior don't run up slides because if there's another kid coming down and, and they're coming down while you're going up then you're going to get hit but yeah that is just me I don't know what type of parent you are I don't know whether you let your kid climb up climb up slides or not um be interesting to see what other people's view was it on it to be quite honest and then of course there there was another mother there who who couldn't really control her kid who was kind of like pushing in on people like uh they were all up on the uh we were all up on the 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 zip slide and uh and there was starting to get a queue forming so uh this kid was trying to push in and when they got their turn they were wanting more turns than one and their their mum was all being like all oh, right come on you know like you need to take it back and stuff and the kids just aren't listening to her whatsoever and and yeah she didn't really do anything about it to be quite honest now you see if that was my kid like i'd be saying something to him it'd be like no it's other people's turn you need to learn how to share but yeah the, this mother was just I'm like oh no like it's other people's go and you know like half-hearted trying to do it but yes she is obviously doing the best with it with the best that she's got but but sometimes I, I just don't understand it we need to be telling our kids it's not the school who's going to teach them this sort of behavior they're going to learn this type of behavior at home so we need to be on the ball as parents teaching our kids what's right and what's wrong whether they need to share or not share then we wonder why we've got a like a whole society of kids now that have got no respect whatsoever i've also been watching a few tiktoks as well where um what was it that this like these people were down at uh down at a beach in scotland and they got there i think they went down there to kind of like uh well they were down there all day and then when they were leaving they they were they showed you the rubbish that people were leaving and you just look at your sign you're just like how 
like what barbarians you know like just simple kind of like tidying up after yourself and I mean we've got such a beautiful countryside and such beautiful beaches as well and I do not understand why if you're going down to the beach then why not take like a black bin liner with you like I carried like the white plastic bags with me you know like the white bin bag bin bag bags and I carry them in my bag that I take with me so that I've always got bin bags so whenever me and Junior go somewhere if we go for a picnic then we've got a bin bag so we can chuck all of the, the rubbish into the bin bag and then there's no a bin somewhere around the premises that you can chuck your rubbish in and I just don't understand it I just don't understand people how it's just the expect that everyone else is going to tidy up for you and again that's probably been learned at home as well you know like you've they've never been told to kind of like tidy up after themselves or kind of like the parents just haven't followed through on it you know like and then they've tidied up for them so so they just think that now it, it's just a big free for all that oh no it's fine because someone else will tidy up for me starting to sound old now am I back in my day we would have we would have never have probably that well, I think I got grounded I got grounded for uh for my sister dropping a, a lollipop stick on the floor and I got told off for it because my mum thought it was me and I got grounded for like a week or something like that and I'm, I'm trying to tell her that no that was first day's lollipop like ice ice uh, like an ice pop stick I don't know. What would you call it? A nice lolly stick. Yeah, that's probably what I would call it. God knows why I was calling it a lollipop stick and all that. But yeah, like an, an ice pop stick. Nice lolly stick. On the ground. That was hers. And then yeah, I, I got grounded for it. Even though I'm trying to plead my innocence with my mum. No, no, it wasn't mine. I think also, like, one of my mates... God, he wasn't allowed to come back to the house for like weeks. It was just a way to say months, but yeah, it probably felt like months when you were a kid, because kind of like it, like time used to go really slow when you were a kid. But uh, but yeah, like uh, he wasn't allowed to come out, and I think that was my sister again. Coming to think about it. Yeah, he he wasn't allowed to cut. Yeah, well, we probably a couple of weeks until he came back and apologized. <laughs> and he was probably thinking exactly the same thing. It was like, was it even me? Why am I getting in trouble for this? Why am I not allowed to come up and see it? And then people wonder why I'm damaged, damaged goods, because of my my little sister blaming everything on me. I think another thing that used to do my nothing was when when uh, we were growing up and I would have my friends over and my mum would always make you know like us play with flat well play with her and uh, I nearly said her name there I'm getting really bad for that saying people's names I need to I need to watch what I'm doing so I my sister my mum used to make us play with her and uh but you see if my sister had friends over and and kind of like i didn't have any friends over and i was trying to play with them it like i would uh, like i would get told off she would grass on me again like mom tell me and they need to play with us and then mama would be like oh come on here get out of their room blah 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 but then if I tried the same trick when all my friends were there, it'd be like, oh, be nice to your little sister, let her play with you. And it's like, what? But when I'm playing with my pals, then she's got to join in as well. Just, just an absolute disgrace. Really. But yeah, it's mental. Me and my sister stay about 10 minutes away from each other and like the only time that we ever see each other is uh, when we're at my mum's. <laughs> Which is like half an hour away. We literally stay like 
five ten minute well i mean it's like a five minute car journey and like i could run up there and what like about seven eight minutes or i could probably walk up there in like 15 minutes but yeah we we just don't see each other until we're down at ours down at well when, when we're at my mum's There's obviously the the childhood trauma still there, which is which annoys me. That I, uh, well, I well I I went and saw my mate, uh, which I was speaking about on the, one of the podcasts back like last week, and even he said that I was like, oh, I figured out the the first well, like, for oh, I just said her name again, God's sake, uh, that she's one of my triggers. And uh, and my mate went. I bet hasn't she always been one of your triggers? <laughs> so that's totally something that I need to work on with my uh, with my shadow work. But it's not something that that completely bothers me. I've now started becoming very more withdrawn with what I'm saying. People, I'll I'll just stop talking I find myself just sitting there in silence and then and then people normally come to me actually the last time that I'd done that my mum my actually started asking me questions and then I think my sister started asking some questions as well and kind of it's like well that's fine if you want to speak to me about it then then yeah I'll quite happily tell you stuff but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and 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 blab my face out and and get the the rude remarks and the looks being like you are an absolute nut job probably works out better in my favor as well i i get less triggered about it i it doesn't bother me i live a happier life not having to deal with it so so yeah it is it is a nicer feeling just doing that, just not having to deal with the drama and everything. But but yeah, it's quite difficult when you need to when you when you go through like triggering moments and and you've got to work them out and you realise that it's just you getting mad that something that's happened from the childhood that is making you mad now that you feel like you need to speak up about it now and. You're not doing anyone a favor, really. You're not doing yourself a favor. You're not doing the people around you a favor by reacting to it. Like, I get that I'm really aggressive now. Like, I keep on getting that when I go home. It's like, oh, you're really aggressive. And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not aggressive. Oh, yeah, you are. You're really aggressive. It's like, I don't even see it. I'm just trying to say my point. Oh, but you're really aggressive. Why? Because I'm now standing up for myself. And people can't understand that because I never really stuck up for myself. Can't believe how dark it's starting to get as well. Oh, the full moon last night, on, well, on Saturday, was absolutely stunning. I done a, a moon ritual on the. <coughs> Whoa, sorry. That's a running thing coming up. My pasta. Also had like a tomato sauce. Now normally, if I have tomato soup, then I normally can like it gives me indigestion and it it brings up like burps and I can taste it. Not that you really want to know this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, so yeah, so I I had a tomato sauce with uh, with my pasta tonight, and I totally thought when I was running that that is exactly what's gonna happen. Right, just a minute. I'm gonna take a drink of my water because I've got a taste of tomato in my mouth now.
I needed that water as well. My mouth is going all dry. <clears throat> but yeah, triggering moments are annoying. Um, but you need to work out on them. Or just stop letting them trigger you. Sorry. Um, but yeah, it is easier said than done. I struggle. Well, I, I haven't really... Is there anything really... No, I think I've got actually bad at my, my triggering moments. I haven't let them annoy me as much as they used to annoy me. Which is a massive step anyway, because you see before, I would have held a grudge. It, like, if if someone had pissed me off and all that kind of stuff, then I, I just wouldn't even spoke to them for, like, months on end, basically. And, and I, I would have held a grudge, and I wouldn't have spoken to anybody. And, and now, I just don't get drawn into it, basically. It's like, uh, well, there, there's no point. There's no point in getting mad about it or having this long-winded argument that isn't going to matter or anything like that. So, <clears throat> so yes, I've definitely been getting a lot better at it, which seems crazy because, because I was such that grudge holder that... I mean, I, I didn't talk to my sister for a good year and a half one time. And now I look back at it and it's like, well, I mean, well, not that me and Fussy talk that much now. Oh, God. I just mentioned her name again. God's sake. Well, yeah, not that me and her talk that much now. Like, I'm keeping it all hush-hush, like, you don't know her name, like, that. I haven't said it three times now, or four, or probably loads more times, because I'm absolutely hopeless. Um, I keep on doing it with a little boy as well. I don't think I've mentioned his name today, but in previous episodes, I know that I've definitely mentioned his name. And I need to watch what I'm doing there. I, yeah. <laughs> okay, people starting complaining about me. Um, but yeah, not that not that me and her speak that much now, anyway. But before, like holding grudges, and and she was probably still living her best life while I'm sitting there raging. She probably didn't even know that I was raging because we didn't really speak much back then either. So she probably didn't even know that I was raging. Just that when we came into contact, I would be sitting there with like a sour puss on, basically. For the uh, for the international listeners, that means like I I had a, a mad face on, basically, a sour puss. Um, yeah, like my face was well mad, and she was probably like, "Oh my god, is he probably still raging about that?" But yeah, holding grudges, I was I was the master at holding grudges. And now I look at it and it's like, what an absolute waste of my time. Now I'm at the stage now where it's like, if I've got a problem, then I'll be bringing it up. <laughs> I'll totally be bringing it up because, as Jordan Peterson says, he, he's like, if you've got a problem with me, then we need to sort it now. Because a problem delayed is a problem multiplied. And then it gets to the stage where you can't even remember why you were so mad, and the and it, then it adds arm and legs, and it's just not worth doing that to your mental health. So if you have got a problem with someone, just bring it up with them. I done that with my friend a few months ago, and and he annoyed me, so I brought it up with him. He didn't like it too much, but I, I brought it up with him. And just said to him that, look, don't treat me like that just because we believe different things. I don't know whether he's speaking to me now or not. 
but he has just had a baby. So I, I'm like, I wish him all the best. I really do. And I also know that having a newborn baby, that like talking to your mates and everything like that, that gets put on the back burner basically because you've got a little one dependent on you. So, but yeah, I wish him all the best. I, I don't want any harm or anything like that to him at all. It's just now that I understand that it's better to say something and fuck it up rather than not say anything and fuck yourself up for not saying anything and then you've got this scenario running around in your head and and then it comes to other things where those people think that they could walk all over you. So I think the fact that very much my life was that I was getting walked on quite a lot with certain people in my life that I, I would just let them walk all over me that my opinion was changed because their opinion was different from my opinion and then yeah when I done my shadow work I, I didn't even know who I was all those hours sat in the van with uh, yeah with like nothing on like no music nothing and just sat there and I didn't even know who I was like trying to figure out what what my opinion was what I wanted to do that the things that I didn't want to do but I had I molded myself into this person that there was no that I no longer liked that I started realizing that I was a complete and utter pushover basically and it was like what that's no way to be living your life because at the end of the day it is my life so why am I, why am I living my life to other people's, to other people's opinion? This man, I was talking to my mom about it and she said that she completely done that with one of her friends. And then at the end of it, it completely came back to bite her on the arse, to be quite honest. Like her friend turned into be an absolute mentalist and I mean it's a shame because we've known them our whole entire life total family friends we've been on holidays we were at their houses for Christmas and and all that kind of stuff and and yeah something happened and she completely lied about it tried to blame it on her on her uh, on her son and her daughter-in-law and then got completely found out that it wasn't her son or daughter-in-law, it was her. And then she didn't even offer an apology because she thought that she was better than everyone. And it was just like, nah, that's, totally, that's completely not happening. And then, yeah, like, I, I don't think my, my parents, I mean, I feel sorry for my dad. Because, like him and her husband were really really good friends I mean it's her husband the reason why I'm a Liverpool fan uh, like her husband the reason why I've been down to Anfield a few times so so yeah I mean it's it absolutely mental but yeah man I think I think they said that you know, like, I think he even asked my dad you know, like, oh can we still meet up for a pint and stuff like that and he was like, look, I'm like I've got to stand by my mum here, like his wife, I, I need to, because what your wife done was completely bang out of order, and he was exactly like, well, I've got to stand by my wife at the end of the day, so it all completely fell apart. So my mum totally realised that, that she was changing her opinion to, to see this other person's opinion and then she said that she was like yeah I can completely understand where you're coming from because I done that with said person and then realized that once they were gone it was like well why was I doing that why was I like stroking their ego basically that that's what it comes down to you're you're completely and utterly stroking their ego Instead of stroking kind of like your your own 
thoughts and visions and if you don't agree with them then just say that you don't agree with them but I find that really difficult I, I completely understand with that one because like I've done it loads you know like didn't want an argument or anything like that or didn't want them to you know like just wanted to be liked basically and, and, and all that so you went along with what they were saying even when they were saying that your opinion was wrong But as I've said, loads is that once all this has happened and once you start losing those people, then the universe is going to start chugging people who actually want to be in your life. People who, who have got a difference of opinion than you, but they don't hold it against you that you've got a completely different opinion against them. Or the fact that they can't walk all over you anymore, so... They, they don't want you in their life anymore because you don't serve the purpose that you were there to, to be there in the first place. And it's a shame that, that you lose these people, but then at the end of the day, is it a shame that you lose these people who were speaking badly about you and talking down to you and that they were calling you an idiot and that their opinion they they feel like their opinion is more important to you than your own opinion and you should just be listening to them hands down because because they think that they're right well no you shouldn't be doing that you should be looking at your own opinion and what you think's right and because at the end of the day you are the person like you are going to need to live with yourself so yeah don't don't change your opinion just to suit other people <sighs> exactly as i said on my tiktok earlier on the only people who that you should be competing against is the person that you were yesterday Don't be competing against these people. Don't be competing that, that you think that you need them as friends. Because when you change, then they don't want you as a friend anymore. Because as I just said, that you've now changed. You are not that person that they were hanging around with that they could talk down to and make them make themselves feel better. So now they don't want to. They don't want to know you. They don't want to hang around with you. But yeah, the 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 shadow work is difficult through the spiritual awakening, realizing who you actually are, finding out who you actually are. Because I think that was it. I didn't even know who I actually was. I hidden myself from the world for so long that I didn't even really know who I was I didn't know what kind of things I believed in I didn't know what kind of things I thought like it had all been taken away because I was too scared to show the real me because I, I, I wanted to be liked so much I wanted to have like a group of friends and all that it's very much because I was bullied at school that I didn't really fit in at school. So when I came into town and I like, I will say that I probably did get quite popular. Like the days of calf and like what I was doing in calf. And uh, and yeah, we we were well known, well known in calf. I remember some guy talking to me outside in the, in the smoking shelter and being like, oh, like, kind of my mates met these couple of guys and they're like, I think his name was Smokey. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's me. And he's all like, oh, my God, you know, like, like legends, basically. And that was really weird. Really, really weird. Like, having that kind of status where people are talking about you and then other people are talking about you because their friends have been talking about this amazing person that they met and kind of like that was really weird for me because I had never I'd never experienced that kind of stuff when I was at school so it was very much 
that that's who I thought that I wanted to be. But then, of course, I, I changed my opinion quite a lot there as well when the things that we were doing <laughs> when when we were going to calf and, and everything like that and being young and stupid. Looking at it now and it's like, how did I not end up in jail? How did I not end up in jail? Some stupid, stupid, stupid things happened uh, in my 20s. Really stupid things. Um, but but yeah, it, it, going through that has made me the person that I am today. So if I had to relive my life exactly the same way that it, had, that it went, I, I don't think I would change anything at all. Because it it's it's made me the person that I am today, and I love the person that I am today. I feel very much uh, accepted now with the people that I the, the the people that I do know. I've still got some close friends. I've got. A beautiful woman who's who I talk to every day now who completely completes me I've never felt like that about someone else I've got good friends I've met new people who I'm well happy to have met um, and life is going good I'm really excited about what is around the corner. Is uh, yeah, it, it it's really interesting. And I mean, I know that most people who, if they had been made redundant and they didn't have a job lined up and and all that kind of stuff, that they would be absolutely crapping themselves. But I I just know that the universe is in my favor just now. And that I've been manifesting, and I know that I'm that it, what I'm manifesting is going to come true. That's it. I'm not just resting on my laurels. I know. I know that I need to go out and find a bit of money and and all that kind of stuff. Like I, I know that that I'm probably going to need to get a job to tide me over with some sort of money so that I can still pay rent and, and all that kind of stuff. The benefit system sounds great, but after having a job for, God, like, what, five years, and then before that, having a job for, like, a few years, you know, like, I've been working constantly since I was about 17, 18, uh, apart from kind of like with my back issues and all that, like where I've been signed off. And But I've, I've always had a job like a couple of months later or a month later, or I think the longest that I went was when I was a bum when I was about 20 years old, 19, 18 years old. And I didn't have a job for a good, what, like six months or something like that. But yeah, I am. I am a worker. But I know that there is something in the pipeline for me. I can feel it. That I'm not going to need to worry about the fact. I've been seeing quite a lot of angels numbers that have been telling me exactly the same thing as well. That do not worry. Stop worrying about money because everything is everything is going to be taken care of basically so I'm not worrying which uh, someone of my someone who's in the type of situation as I am would would normally be worrying but I'm, I'm just like nah I know that there's something good on the way that I can I can hold my head up high I know that I'm I'm gonna get to where I want to be. And hopefully I can take all of you on the ride with me to to see where this goes. 
um, and keep you all updated with the podcast of what's been going on and what's been happening. But it's exciting times. I am really, really excited. Really excited. And I know that the universe has my back as long as I keep on working hard for it. As long as I can keep on working hard for for this, then the universe will see me in good stead. Really in good stead. But yes, I think I have rambled on for for long enough for Tuesday's episode. Wednesday's episode tomorrow, eh? I'll need to try and find some new things to speak about. But it'll be Monday for me, not when, not Tuesday. So, so we'll see what is happening there. But anyway, people, remember, love big, be happy, appreciate the small things, be thankful for what you already have, and stop focusing on what you don't have. And remember, the aim of the game is to find happiness from within. Thank you very much for tuning in. Again, honestly, I cannot thank you enough from the bottom of my heart. You are the ones that make this happen. And hopefully we can have many, many more episodes. Five away from 50 is pretty mental. Um, But we'll get there. And hopefully there'll be many, many more. 100 episodes straight after that. And we'll just keep on going. But peace and love as always. I hope you enjoy your Tuesday. Or if you're just getting home and listening to this podcast, I hope you've had an amazing Tuesday. Peace and love, people. Ciao.